as 2022 comes to a close, I just want to share some snippet tidbits from a message that we just did December 28th, Wednesday at church. But unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, we were unable to record it. But I believe it was worth uh, repeating. We got a lot of great feedback and response from it. And uh, I'm I'm just excited, uh, truly, uh, that uh, 2022 has been just a tremendous and phenomenal year uh, professionally and personally in my life. So I'm thankful for that. But what what, what we want to do is just briefly uh, recap. We went to the book of Leviticus 26, verse 10, where it talked about uh, getting rid of the old to make room for the new. Go ahead and think about that for a moment in your own life. Even as you read that verse, um, you can read it in the King James Version. Uh, I think if you read it in the NIV, it'll give you the best clarity and context for this uh, direction that I took when delivering this message, talking about uh, getting rid of the old. I think it's so important that we understand that oftentimes we continue to hold on things for holding on sake. And a lot of times it's unnecessary. We don't need it. But not only that, we also fail to see what's forward because we're holding on to what we have. I use the illustration of Netflix. I don't have the exact dates, but you can Google it because it's a true story. But Netflix had approached Blockbuster because Blockbuster, um, and it'll tell you age because anybody in, in their teens, early 20s may not even know about it. But Blockbuster at one time was one of the larger... Uh, movie companies out there uh, that you could rent the videos from the movies and Netflix had approached them years ago because they were up and coming and uh, you know just like a lot of companies probably felt like uh, they wanted some some monies and things and and, you know to try to move forward and Blockbuster kind of scoffed at them was like yeah nah we ain't giving you no 50 million dollars that's ridiculous so you fast forward to today uh, Netflix is a multi-billion dollar company and Blockbuster still has one location that's holding on only because it's like the fans keep it going. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it'll last much longer, but there's one Blockbuster left in the country. <clears throat> so think about that. Uh, one company approached the other who was flourishing at the time. That company is now holding on by a thread and the company that had originally approached them is the one that's booming all because Blockbuster could not see what the new was going. So my title was, What Got Us Here Won't Get Us There. And I think that's so true in that case where they could not understand and see the the trends that were going on, that what was old, yes, it was good, yes, it worked. Because see, sometimes we get into a condition of mind where we say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, that's kind of that mindset. Yes, the VHS still worked. Yes, the DVD came on scene and that was doing fine. But the wave and the movement of the future was streaming. Who would have thought that you could watch a movie on your phone? You could you, you you didn't foresee that. So many people and companies did not foresee that. And so they got left behind because it wasn't broke, but they did not get on the front end of what was cutting edge, and so they got left behind. And I think that happens in a lot of churches. I think it happens in a lot of our personal lives. We make these resolutions, but then we don't resolve to do anything. There's popular memes 
that are uh, going around on social media where you'll see three or four people in the gym and the picture says this week and then next week after the new year starts the gym is packed and you can barely move but then two weeks later it goes back to the original meme three or four people it's because people are good at saying this is what I want to do this is what I need to do this is what I should do but not everybody gets on board with doing it and I was pushing and challenging folk to get to be the ones that are doers and not hearers only we have to get to a point where it's not good enough just to have a gym membership we actually have to go you can't be the one who bought the Peloton and then six months later it's become an extra clothes rack you know, we actually have to go through the motions. We actually have to uh, do some things, some activities in order to get to that point uh, where the things that we involve ourselves in or invest ourselves in, um, be, in order, we have to actually become a part of that in order for it to, to work. And so that's where we're at with this in our walk and our life. Uh, just that we won't be talkers, but we'll be walkers as well. And to get involved and to understand that we can't keep holding on to the old things. Uh, sometimes things work. I'm, I'm Look, trust me, I love certain traditions. I do. But sometimes we have to understand, is this best for us now? Why are we still doing certain things? Think about that in your home. Think about it in your relationship. Think about it in church, work, or whatever the case may be. You do certain things, and why do you do it? Don't be afraid to ask those questions about why. You know, and I even shared the illustration of um, a popular pastor who was not so popular at the time. But uh, when, when this happened, but many, many years ago, probably 20, 25 years ago, when he was pastoring a smaller church and one particular weekend, he decided to move the communion table, the sacred communion table. He moved it and the deacons, and everyone came in there and went off. And he was like, what's the problem? I'm only trying to move it so people can uh, see the air, the, the uh, pulpit area better, you know, get a better view. We don't really use it. Um, you know, what's the point? Anyway, long story short, that, that was just so sacred to them. They couldn't deal with it. They got rid of them. And a uh, short time thereafter, uh, he continued to do these things that he thought was uh, uh, the, in the best of what he was trying to do for his ministry church kept on growing growing and growing you know fast forward now got 10,000 plus members um but got put out of a church because he moved the communion table why was that so important what what meaning did that have um so you gotta kind of look at why you do certain things <clears throat> a church you have church services sometimes that they say this is our 50th annual such and such and when it first started there was a reason there was a cause uh, had a purpose, had vision, it was packed. You had to put seats in extra areas and overflow. And, you know, 50 years later, you know, you got four people showing up because they don't even know why you're doing it. They don't even know who the person is. They don't, you know, uh, it's costing you 500 bucks, food's being wasted, all that kind of thing. And I'm just using that as an example. You have to think of what really applies to you. But why do we do some of the things that we do? And is it still important? And is it still relevant for today in this moment in my life what got us here won't always necessarily get me there you know you got to ask yourself this um did you ride a horse to work this morning i'm sure 99.9 percent .9 of you will say no well why that's what they used to do 
And, and, and trust me, a horse will still get you to work. But they found other ways to be more efficient and effective and faster uh, and, and, and a more comfortable ride, such as your vehicle, whatever that is. And, and so you don't see people riding horses to work, but they could. But we've upgraded and we've changed and we've shifted. And one thing that will always happen is change will always come. Will you be on the front end of it? Will you will you will you latch on to it early enough that you don't get left behind with like the Netflix blockbuster example? Um, or will you still ride your horse to work and have to leave your house at four in the morning to be to work at eight when other people leave their house at seven thirty to get there by eight? You know, think about these things and, and where it applies and fits into your life so that you can make these necessary adjustments because the challenge is if you know better you should definitely do better i want to challenge you to get a coach get a mentor uh connect with a great church um but do those things and that's one of the things i know that i'm doing uh going 2023 we'll be doing more workshops we'll be more seminars more talks uh, I look forward to people connecting with me for one-on-one -on -one services of these types of mentorships and coaching opportunities as I can pour in their life in a more personal way. I can be reached at um, uh, sdan2032 at gmail.com, sdan2032 at gmail.com. You should reach out, make yourself an appointment. And I just know for me, is the same wish I have for you that not only in the new year, but in today, in this moment, want to maximize it, make it the best possible, and to God be the glory. If we don't speak again, may you have a safe entry to the new year. May you make great choices as your life will uh, be patterned after those choices and decisions that you make. You will have consequences or either great reward. So I'm praying that you surround yourself with some wise counsel, that you continue to pray, continue to meditate, and continue to think through the things that will affect your life. And I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing from you and even share those testimonies with me at that email. You take care. God bless. And, and as always, remember to laugh in the course of a day and to pray in the course of a day. If you do those things, I think you've had a great day. Hashtag laugh and pray daily. God bless. Take care.